Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. This is our last interview for the month of November and we have one interview left, which is December 6th. But this, today, we are actually finishing a conversation with Austin Saylor. Austin was back on, on back in July and we did not get anywhere near finished. So we, it ended up being such a great timing. He released his beta course on Monday. It's open for five days, so it is still open for you guys. And it really kind of takes it from knowing nothing about After Effects to knowing how to do it in an eight-week course. And so we're going to really dig into that and kind of dig into the whole thing. I've already been asking him a bunch of questions um, about how he got his list and all kinds of stuff. So if you're interested in marketing or trying to figure out how to reach a group of people that are doing something specific, I think, and just some of the scary parts of releasing a product or a course or something, I think we're going to get into some of that today. And Austin's been also traveling around. That was when we kind of caught him. He was just leaving North Carolina and was traveling in his car with his French bulldog and his wife. And they were going to be uh, tootling around for quite a while. And they have settled for at least six months in uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, basically Phoenix. Yeah. Tempe. Okay. In basically Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And he likes it. <laughs> and they have air conditioning, thankfully. Yes. <laughs> so Austin, thanks for coming back. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Glad to be back. I'm glad to have you. All right. So we're going to jump in because you do have this amazing course. I want to get, want to tell everybody about it because really they have, they, there's no Black Friday deal, but actually the course you're discounting at $200, correct? Yes. Right. So yep. there's a, it's a whole Black Friday week deal, I guess. Black Friday week. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to make it as like as appealing and uh, good of a deal as possible. It's the beta course. So, yep. All right. Course so is $200 off and... All right, oh, so, sorry. so no, it's okay. So if somebody wants to go, I'm just going to go ahead and give them the link. So it's letteringanimation.com and they can yep. go there and check it out. There's some, uh, like, if you get on the list, if you're not ready to do that right now, you will be opening it up in the future, just not right away, yeah. not in January. Um, you'll probably use all the stuff you've learned from the beta and then go to the next um, kind of level, but it won't ever be this... Um, uh, Black Friday dealed off. Right. Yeah. It's the best deal that it'll have. I just want to, it's like a big, I want it to be as big of an incentive to get people that are really interested in getting in and learning how to do lettering animation and uh, trusting me that I can pull it off and get people to where they want to be, which I believe in myself. So I'm just excited that some people have already bought and uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm pumped to take people through it. Yeah. And so there's more that they get than just, so kind of tell them what this, cause me and you kind of talked about sure. this last week a little bit. So it's eight weeks, but what am I doing in these eight weeks? And I asked how do, I don't really know after effects. I kind of understand what a keyframe is. I understand. I mean, I've done some stuff in it, but it, it's really bulky of a, <laughs> and there's a big kind of learning curve, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. So when I first started learning after effects, well, when I decided that I wanted to become a motion designer, I had already fiddled with After Effects for on and off for a couple of years, you know, watching all the tutorials. And there's lots of 
great content out there. But yeah, you're right. Like there's so many things that After Effects can do and it's like really overwhelming. Like where do you start? And so that's where I, I want to come in and say like, all right, here's where you start, especially if you want to do lettering animation. And so there's a intro to After Effects module where I teach you all of the super basic, just understanding what After Effects does so that you can go from whether you understand like, I know keyframes, or if you don't know keyframes, I'm teaching that too. Um, so basically, get in. You can learn the very basics of After Effects for what you need to know for lettering animation. And then each week, I'm releasing a new module. And each week, there's a handful of lettering animation techniques. So it's kind of tutorial and demo-based stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also like this thing I'm calling the Creative Boost. And that's basically dealing with things that we all deal with as artists, like creative block lack of inspiration, like being inspired by somebody but not wanting to copy them. So like I'm basically pairing the technical stuff with some creative stuff and then there's a challenge that's based off of those two things. And each week. Then we each week, yeah. Right. And Which then uh, I'm also trying to put together another thing for the course that I'll be adding in as I go called the speed boost. Excuse me. And that's basically like I want to teach people those like fundamentals of After Effects so that you really know how to like make awesome animations by scratch, by hand. But I also understand that people want to get in and have some quick wins. Right. And so I'm creating it the speed boost so that I can explain, all right, if you don't have time this week to dig into all of these details, here's something that you can do to get something awesome out of this, um, maybe in an hour or two. Uh, it might not be the most super polished thing, but it's something that will be better than uh, nothing if you don't have the time. So just to kind of clarify, you are teaching how to let, uh, animate lettering, but this could be applicable for logos or, and, and sometimes we mm -hmm. tend to think, oh, well, it's just letters. I'll just do it the same way. And that's where you're talking about. You might hit that roadblock and you end up just doing the same thing, but there's so many more ways to do it. And you're kind of asking us to push ourselves and push our creativity, right? Yep. Yep, exactly. All right. So um, do you want to show some of the animations that you did in your 36-day or 36 broad, I don't, re I remember that you don't like the number 36, but <laughs> yeah, so I titled why did you it 36, 36 days? Yeah. Well, th I was kind of basing it off of the 36 days of type thing, mm -hmm. uh, where it's like every day you do the next letter. And then I realized that the time I was trying to put into the, each letter, I just couldn't fit it into a day on top of doing a lot of freelance work. Right. So I wish I hadn't called it 36 days of lettering animation, but maybe alphabet animation or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll uh, screen share here and show some of those pieces. That'd be great. Cool. Can you see it? Yep. So, yeah, so are you taking a, somebody else's lettering or are you doing some of this lettering as well? I'm doing about half of the lettering and then I've got a whole bunch of buddies who have lent me their letters so that I could animate them. So yeah, I, I did about half of these. I did this A. So one of the things with all of these is they loop. So do you cover that in the course is how to like where mm -hmm. to start and how to do a loop? Cause I think doing a loop, I love um, Bob's L that you did. Mm -hmm. That's like one of my favorite. It looks like you're drinking like moonshine straight. Anyway. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> it looked like a mason Minus jar the there alcohol. for a minute. <laughs> um, These are great cups. Have you ever had one that has the like? I can't barely Sorry, see it. Good like tangent. Okay. Well, because you're so little. Maybe it, when when you get bigger and there's not an animation. Oh, on the that's screen. true. I am little. Okay, that's okay. totally not. You'll show it in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So looping, looping. One of the lessons. Okay. Yeah, one of the lessons is about looping, and I show two different techniques. One is very simple. It's called the simple loop, and it teaches you how to take what you've done. And if you don't have time, like a lot, you know, we have time crunches on a lot of these things, and sometimes you just need to get it out the door. So I've got a simple, uh, simple way to maybe drop the animation out and start it over. Um, basically, I'm calling that the simple loop. But then things like like this one's a pretty simple loop. It just kind of reverses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Things like this Or like L. your name when your name is done because you kind of, well, uh-huh. this one's a more difficult loop for sure. Yeah, this one's definitely a more advanced loop. And I go over different techniques for coming up with, yeah, how to do something. I, like I'll show how to do this one, but this won't tell you how to do every kind of loop that you want to do. Right. But I'm giving, you know, examples and um, different ways to come up with, like, how can I go from the end of this thing and start it over, but not just maybe reverse or drop the animation off screen. Um, but yeah, the, like uh, this. Yeah, go ahead. The other thing is that you, you, it was just an L. It didn't have a lawnmower with it. So you're right. using your, so would you consider this one that um, where it kind of goes from blank to um, it's kind of just a reverse. Is that a, still a simple one? Yeah, this one's a pretty simple one. Okay. The basic, uh, basically, this I'll go and explain the simple loop. Um, in an After Effects, you have what's called a composition. It's kind of like mm-hmm. an artboard in Illustrator, mm-hmm. and then you can duplicate your composition and then reverse it, and like basically tell it to happen in a shorter amount of time. And that's kind of the essence of a simple loop or at least one, one type of simple loop. And that's what I did for this one. And uh, yeah. So what about colors? Cause you'll usually have some pretty bright, um, fun colors. Could, do you go over that or do you go over textures? Cause that double you made was full of textures and the V. Yeah. Are you covering so that too? The- Textures is is the last lesson, or yeah, basically the last lesson. I want it to be a bringing it all together kind of thing. Um, this one's really cool. So are, I don't know how you thought of this one. I don't. I just sketched a bunch of stuff on this one. You know how the the creative process can be at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of stuff that I hated, and then all of a sudden, I just came up with some weird things and I I had just moved out to Arizona. And so I was like, okay, I really want this to be like desert themed. What, what do I feel like the desert thing is? And I was like snakes and arrows. Like that's totally, (laughs) and, and they fit that shape too. Yeah. Uh, So um, do you cover audio at all? Cause I know that most of these don't have any. Um, I don't have anything on audio. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I occasionally do audio for my work, uh, but I really like hiring people for that. That's the specialty. Other, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, can you go to the... Of course, the, if anybody... Go ahead. I was just going to say that I do have... I've been doing audio from, for a lot of my work. So, of course, if students in the class have questions, I have resources and ways to do that. But I personally like to keep... Like, that, that really is, like, such a, a whole different level of work and a different mind space to be in. Cause you kind of have to work with the beats at some points and doing things mm -hmm. to that. Can you show the one that's the learn how to animate or learn that one? Yeah. yeah. Could you have music? In so that this, one? this one I can, if I unplug this, okay. Maybe. Uh, I don't hear audio. Do you hear audio? I don't either. Uh -uh. But, oh, I don't know who anybody's on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? That might just not work. Okay. Well, anyway, people, that one's that one has <laughs> uh, audio, and it I did put it in uh, Instagram, so if you wanted to check it out, but it's like uh, the lettering animation course, and it has some really nice. And so you're kind of using sound to kind of use some of your swipes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And actually, I hired I hired a guy named Jeff Moberg to do that audio for me. Oh, cool. Yep. That was so, exciting. I've wanted to hire him for a while to do stuff, and this was kind of the perfect thing to bring him in on. That's awesome. Had you? Did, how did you meet him? I met him on Twitter at some point just because I had seen him do some really cool work for other motion designers. Mm -hmm. And then I met him at Blend um, Motion Design Festival in Vancouver last year, or no, this year. Cool. So just yeah. going, meeting, having somebody else who, he just really does audio? Yep. He is a, a sound and sound music designer. guy. Cool. That's what he does. All right, and he's, so he specifically works in the motion design world. And so it's it's a... You know, he could do audio for everything, but he has his audience and his niche and does really, really good work for that audience, yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. Can you make you bigger? Oh, yeah. I'll see. Stop sharing. And let's see that cup now. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That looks ah, like just, a hand-blown one. This great shop. Uh, is it Amy? Are you in Raleigh? Jubala what? is an awesome coffee or coffee company. Cool. It looks really cool. But it does look like moonshine still. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, we can pretend, I guess. Um, so anyway, let's go back to um, you um, having a, neat, a niche. So you're really, you're talking about this guy who does sound design for mm -hmm. motion designers, but you're really doing, and that's the the, key with this is taking somebody else's lettering or your lettering and animating it. But the, how else could people use this? Because this is kind of a specific skill, but what other ways could somebody use this skill as a designer? Yep. Uh, the most obvious one is like doing a logo animation. And that's how I've gotten the clients that I've gotten primarily for lettering animation has been related to doing logos. Um, I have gotten a couple of projects that haven't been released yet that are um, kind of, there's a lot of lettering in the work, but uh, 
yeah, it's a logo animation is a really big one um, because then you can, there's multiple ways you can use that. You can use that in things like um, show intros or, you know, lower thirds for someone's YouTube show um, or like lo- uh, animating a logo in for a website. So like on my austinsailor.com, my Austin Sailor animates in and pauses. Uh, and it's just like a really cool way to catch someone's eye when they get to your website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done that for a couple other websites and people like the people who have the website love it. Cause they're just like, Oh, that's so cool. And then their clients really love it. So it ends up, I don't know. That's a really cool way to use lettering animation. Well, and that, the, the, Oh, so go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you said before, learning lettering animation means that you're learning animation. Mm-hmm. And I'm teaching specific techniques for lettering, but there's no reason that won't work for other shapes and other motion graphics things. And so, But sometimes it's really good to have a specific thing that you're doing because you talked about this already as having small wins early on because it can be mm-hmm. such a beast and just so you know, Matt is here and he's already started the course. He says he can vouch for the course. He started it and it's already packed with magic. So, <laughs> and there's awesome, magic Matt. in the course. So that's terrific. The magic is free. <laughs> so no extra charge for that. <laughs> that'll be next time when it's not in the beta, right? The magic will be charged for it. Yeah. So uh, do you want to tell people how much it is? Cause we've kind of hinted at it, but I always oh, kind yeah. of feel like, so tell them. Yeah, so it's going to be $5.99, but this week it is $3.99 for the course, for the intro to After Effects stuff, and the coaching group. And so and, uh, the yeah. coaching group is what? Explain what that is. So that one, I'm, I have a Facebook group where I have you know everybody in the course in that group, and I'm also going to be doing um, critique for everybody's challenges for the work they're working on and a live video each week to go over like the last week's material, do some live critique in that video, um, take questions about concerns or things that aren't working or things that people are struggling with. Basically have some like, it's not one-on-one time, but group calls so that we can discuss struggles and make sure everybody's on track and I can address things. Um, and since this is the beta course, I'm definitely taking that kind of feedback and even in, in integrating that into the next lesson to make sure everybody's struggles with After Effects get uh, handled. And so that's one of the, the beauties. If you're thinking about launching, not Austin, but if you in the listening are thinking about launching a course, having a beta, why did you decide to do a beta? And, and I asked you before we went live today, I said, how long have you been building this? And you said two years, you, you got the URL, I guess, two years ago. Yeah. But so I've been built, yeah, building an audience for a little over two years and maybe just under two years for specifically lettering animation. But as soon as I switched to lettering animation, it went from being a generally creative blog where I write about creativity, very, a very broad topic to lettering animation. And all of a sudden people were like, Oh, okay. As people were signing up a lot more and then releasing a guide to, it was basically just here are some really basic steps. I put it in a PDF 
And it was the stuff that I knew I wanted. I wish I had known when I had got, when I got started doing lettering animation and people seem to be able to take that and have a place to start. And my list started growing from there and then releasing after effects files for all of that, that whole project was uh, another big thing that people enjoyed. So for me, it was like a double whammy of goodness where I was able to, to really help people a whole lot and get people on this list so that when I came out with this course, that's way more in depth than looking at an after effects file or a PDF that, you know, I was able to gauge that people are interested in this. This is something people want to learn and uh, <laughs> double whammy of goodness. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So going, going this very niche thing was the craziest thing, meeting people at, maybe like a business conference or somebody's friend and they're like not into art at all. And they're like, so what do you, what do you do? I'm like building a course. Oh, for what? Um, it's like, I'm teaching people how to animate. It's a super niche thing. It's a, about lettering animation. And they're like, what is lettering? You know? And then I'm like, well, it's a specific thing. Like would people design letters and form them into words? They're not using fonts. Oh, so like typography. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So I just, it's so niche that most people can't even understand it without me going into like a really in-depth conversation, but it totally works for people that are super into it. They're just like, right. I get it. And wow, that's exactly what I want to learn. Yeah. So we talked about this just a little bit. So having you last time in our July episode, how you taught yourself, you went to school to be a, a designer. You went to App State, right? Yep. Okay. And I just did that from memory. So good thing uh, nice. because nice. you didn't answer right away. I'm like, Oh no, I'm wrong. But anyway, so you went to app state, <laughs> you studied graphic design and then you just kind of mm -hmm. got your way. You actually do videos also like it, you, you don't just do this one thing, but a lot of time you, and you, your website at Austin sailor, S A Y L O R.com. And I'm going to put that in the chat so people can see it and it'll also be in the show notes. But you do a lot of other animations as well. Um, so you do videos, you do animations, and then you went real specific with animating lettering. How long did it take you to get that good? So how long, like if the eight weeks clearly, <laughs> and, and I also want to ask you, yeah, know, yeah. How, you know, how long, if I'm taking the course, how much time per week should I commit to working on this stuff? Yep. So I think that if you put three-ish, three to four hours a week into the course, you'll come out at the end feeling much more confident and have skills that you're like, you're getting to a place where like, Hey, this is looking pretty good. I would recommend putting 10 or 15 if you can, because that's where you're really going to get comfortable. Um, one of the things that I realized is that tutorials give you, uh, the ability to mimic someone's work, mm -hmm. but having a guide is something that um, basically can, is a guide is someone who can show you the way to forging your own path. And if you're not like, I'm there to, I, I really want to be there to be people's guide. And if you're only putting three hours into the course, that means you're going to do go through the training and then, you know, maybe make one thing for that week. But if you have, if you're putting in more time, you're going to get that feedback 
and take action on the feedback. And it's the, the repetitive doing of getting into After Effects and moving those keyframes around and messing around with the graph editor and getting feedback and going back and changing it and starting to close, like you're going to close that gap of the whole, like this is my taste and this is my skill. And the, the more work you're putting into it, the closer, the, the quicker you're going to close that gap. And uh, yeah, so I think that if you do three hours, you'll close the gap enough to be like, I am competent. And if you do closer to 10 or 15 hours a week and you're working hard and you're taking feedback and fixing things and making them better and not letting things like, that's not perfect. Mm-hmm. If you let that kind of thing stop you from making the next piece, then you're not going to close that gap as much as you want. So what about, so that's kind of my thought on it. Yeah. So what about uh, if you get the course, is this something where you're sending me something on Monday or are you, it's a go at your own pace. I can go through all eight weeks at the same time. I'm, so I'm, I'm releasing, releasing new modules every week. So okay. I think it's going to be Saturdays that I release the new module. Cause that's when I'm going to go over the last week's module. And then as soon as I'm done doing that live video, the next lesson, the next uh, module, that week's worth of stuff is going to be open. Um, Basically, I want people to be able to focus because I think that anybody from any level, like whether you're new to After Effects or if someone's my skill level came in, like I'm actually going to go through these projects myself because I know that I can learn from doing the basics over and over. Mm -hmm. So somebody who is already competent and good at animation, I want them to be able to come in and go through the same projects that beginner people are going through because yeah, repetitive um, work on this, the fundamentals will always make your work stronger. But it's not um, just whether, covering fundamentals. You're also doing that creativity part too. So if, if, yeah. you, if you feel like you already have the fundamentals and you're like, ah, you're still challenging them to think more creatively even in those fundamentals, right? Yeah. So I know that like someone who's on that, the basic, like the beginner level, their struggles are going to be remembering how to do the keyframes and how to move them along the timeline. So their struggle is going to be more technical, but repetitively doing that over and over again will make that become muscle memory. Mm-hmm. But for the person who already has that muscle memory, they get to push on the creative level a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. So how can I take this technique? Cause you know, like creativity thrives in, a box like when you can give it parameters then you can really push things so that's what i'm trying to do with these each project is giving them a box to work within and that challenge will be helpful for any level of uh, comfort level in after effects so one of the things um i don't know if you cover this or not in the course but um, what about the machine? Cause one of the things I asked you, I was like, golly, Austin, you know, you're traveling around. You can't really do a lot of animation just on a laptop. You know, you kind of need a bigger machine. So what are you, and I asked you what your setup is. You do have a laptop, but you also have a big iMac. So what would you yeah. recommend for people? And do you cover that at all in the course? That's a great question. Um, I don't actually <laughs> cover that. You can make <laughs> a PDF quick. <laughs> Or in the sure. thing. It's, it's one of those, that's a figure outable thing. So um, there's no one right answer. I know some right. people that do a lot of animation on a laptop and some people have built their own PCs that are insanely powerful. But, you know, the, the different type of work you work on, 
will determine the kind of type of machine you need. I'm not covering any 3D stuff, and 3D is a serious mm-hmm. like CPU hog. So the stuff we're doing in this course, I I could do on my laptop, no problem. Okay. Um, you don't need a super powerful machine. I know After Effects has certain levels of like requirements for your computer, but most people have those in modern yeah. laptops. Well, and I guess just uh, knowing how, I mean, even if you just have a hard drive that you're working off that scratch disk, not your hard drive on your computer, but right. another hard drive, that would be an easy way yeah. for it to keep going a little bit better. Yep. I don't know, simple little things. So, because you have been traveling, you traveled um, around for a while. So once you got to Tempe slash Phoenix, um, what was your setup like and what um, what is your setup like? Because you have a big iMac, and Brian said, and the cost of a new giant monitor is included in the course. Thanks. No, she, he said, is this, is the cost. Do you have multiple monitors? Uh, no, I just, well, yeah, kind of. I have uh, my, <laughs> it's not technically an extra monitor, but I have a Wacom, the, the whatever, the Cintiq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I use that as a second monitor or as a tablet. If I'm not drawing on it, I just have it open as maybe sometimes I'll put my After Effects timeline down into that uh, monitor so I have extra room real estate. But the iMac is a big enough screen for me. Um, and then so, I just, you know, I deal with it on my, my laptop when I'm on the road working or doing something. Right. All right. So um, how has it been traveling and working? Because you're still doing client work. You're launching this course. Um, you do maybe have more focus time now that you're more settled. Is that one of the reasons you guys were like, no, we really like, because uh, I think you were going to go to Oregon, right? And spend some time mm-hmm. there. That's still the plan, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's the plan for the summer. Um, we, yeah, we've been this. We call this the year of adventure. And so for anybody that, doesn't know or don't doesn't remember we left North Carolina for London in March and spent March, April and May out there. And we traveled a whole lot while we were out there. Um, and you were working the then, whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I was working, not working as much. I had saved up some money. And so I knew that I wanted like while we were in London and it's so cheap to fly to Amsterdam and visit a friend there and then Scotland and like, all over the place. Uh, I, I intentionally didn't take as much work, uh, take on as much work while I was out there. But um, but that's the nice. That was one nice thing about freelance was I can go work from wherever and not take work if I've saved up money and worked my butt off before it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then getting like when we traveled, we came back to North Carolina in, in June. It's been a couple of months out there, and then took a long road trip to get out to Arizona. And then when we got here, I was like, all right, I haven't worked as much and we've traveled a ton. Let's hang out here for a while, buckle down, get the course done, take on some good clients. And now we're back in that hustle, 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 save up some money so that we can move up to Portland in the summer, take a little time off and enjoy Portland. And uh, yeah, that's kind of been our thing. And it's so far it's worked out really great. It's stressful at times, but it's... uh, Great. So how would you tell somebody, (laughs) so after they've kind of taken the course and they kind of want to do some, maybe some freelance um, basics. Oh yeah. Uh, um, 
Karina, she's in Portland, so you'll have to connect with her. But oh, she, cool. Um, so, and she's a lettering too. You should check her riddle sticks. I don't remember how to spell sticks because I don't think it's normal, but she can put it in her, in the chat so that maybe I can tell everybody. But anyway, riddle yeah. sticks creative, I think is what it is. Um, there she goes. Oh, it's just regular, like cool. a regular stick. Anyway. Um, so when you're going, how would you tell somebody like when you decided to, you came back, you got to Phoenix and now you're like, Hey, I'm going to buckle down. I'm going to get more clients. How easy is that for you to find new clients in that niche or in the niche of animation? Or is it, are you kind of all over the place with doing multiple animation video, whatever? Yeah. So when I got out here, um, I had a couple of projects that had I'd been talking to clients about with mm -hmm. and they just weren't, um, what do you call it? Happening. Gelling? Yeah. <laughs> they weren't, they just weren't starting. Um, I'd been in the talks about like a couple of really big projects that were going to be like, all right, this is going to be stuff that I'm going to work on for the rest of the summer, you right. know, three months worth of work. And then the emails just responses were like a week late and they never happened. So that was when I was like, okay, now I got to like go out and search for, for work rather than most of the work up until that point had come to me mm -hmm. as word of mouth do a project for this guy, this guy finds out, or I'm in this community. Right. And so I was attracting a lot of clients. And at this point, for whatever reason, I wasn't get as, getting as many inquiries that were turning into projects. So I started reaching out to studios that were in the local area. Um, and got, it was just, it was one of those things where the timing was just right. And I emailed one of these companies and two days later I get, like the shortest email I've ever gotten. It was, are you available Monday <laughs> and Tuesday? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and so I get a call and my dog is being crazy. I can barely hear what he says. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, it's a, it should be pretty easy, but we just need you like Monday through Wednesday or Wednesday through Friday. Can you come in tomorrow at eight 30? And I was like, Yes. And he's like, I already got your, uh, your day rate. So we're good. We're good with that. Wow. I was like, okay, I got, I got some in. So that was just a funny little scenario that got me into meeting that person. And I've met a few people locally that are giving me work. And, um, so just doing yeah, a, some research, uh, on the design firms or companies that are there and then just mm -hmm. reaching out. Um, did you go to any like AIGA? I know AIGA in Arizona, it's just the whole state. So they don't have necessarily something just in Phoenix, but so what other things are you doing so that other people could maybe emulate, yeah. mimic that right. in their cities? Good. Yeah, I don't recommend <laughs> re uh, resting on good luck, but I, you know, I got lucky because I was reaching out to lots of people and, being very active. I think, you know, luck happens to those who are taking action. Um, so going to meetups, whether it's like, yeah, an AIGA thing or finding communities online for your local area or for your specific niche. Those are the, those are the kind of things that have done the most for my uh, career as a freelancer is just relentlessly being interested in people Hmm. and 
building relationships inside of different communities. Um, it's been both personally satisfying and professionally uh, enabling <laughs> to, to like reach out and be involved in different communities. Like for me specifically, I think I'm wearing a Wistia shirt. So yep. Wistia does video hosting for businesses. Mm -hmm. And I went to a couple of their conferences, got to know some of the people that work there and just got involved in their Slack group, you know? And so I've made friends and they're like, Hey, I know a guy who needs animation. And so being friend, like building relationships with people who can be your clients or know people who could be your clients mm -hmm. is huge. Uh, so I don't know many animators that are involved in video production communities, but video producers need animation. And so it made sense. Mm -hmm. um, so if you can find, I don't know, it's, that's one of those things that's hard to like pinpoint, but I just happened to find that that uh, community was both helpful for me because I was creating videos and that I could also return that kind of service to them or their, their friends. <laughs> Brian says Austin Saylor professional friend, <laughs> but I think, but Dude, I, think I love that title, <laughs> but networking is incredibly important and it, but it is mm -hmm. about building relationship. It's not just about, Hey, what can I get from you? Right. It's, it's you being interested, <clears throat> you being helpful. Um, throughout and mm -hmm. I think uh, you being present in a lot of these groups has has been something but also it's that you have this it's not like you took an eight-week course and you were ready to go and you were doing these big projects it's that you have this body of work that and you always are continuing to challenge yourself to do other other projects um, that are just personal projects which is also building on which I think is also important. It, this is just kind of the, the diving board. They're just, they still have to swim the rest of the way, right? It's still a longer journey, sure. but this is a great start. Yep. And with the Facebook group, uh, I really want that to be its own community. So mm -hmm. in the way that I've gotten so much, I, I was teach, I was uh, giving some advice to my cousin recently, some like creative career advice. And when it came down to it, what I realized was, like I've worked hard on the skills and that's kind of like a starting point. Um, or like you mentioned the, the diving board, it, it springs you forward, but the community and the communities that I've invested in have been like the places where I've grown the most, both like creatively and network wise. Um, I owe almost all of my like personal and creative growth to the people that I've Built, built relationships with those communities. And uh, like, I can't imagine just like browsing Vimeo and dribble and that being enough inspiration to keep me going. Mm. It's uh, it's all about the the relationships. So uh, some people are asking in the chat, uh, Clea, you're asking what his um, Instagram handle is. I'm going to put it in the chat, but it's it's Austin sailor S A Y L O R. And that's on Twitter and Instagram, of course. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Oh, Brian already did it. Man, Brian's my vanna. Thank <laughs> you, Brian. So Matt asked, Matt with one T asks, do you set the track for who your course would be best for? Is this for someone wanting to do this full time or is this overkill if you're just intrigued? Mm. I don't know about the last part it's, of that. But. So, I basically what I'm who I'm gearing this for, towards mm 
is somebody who really wants to learn this in and out. I don't think that you need to want to become a completely a motion designer by, by career. Um, I think it's great for people who do logo design, Mm -hmm. um, being able to offer that extra service of, Hey, you know what else we can do with this logo? It gives you that, that ability to, to provide value beyond. yeah, Yeah. It's totally, it's an upsell. Um, if not even just for your own work. So if you end up creating a course or you're trying to attract an audience to yourself for whatever you're doing, it's a, awesome way to add that extra little boost of interest in, uh, in professionalism and creativity. Like it just, it can add so much to a, a static design that even if you don't necessarily want to become this completely, that uh, it's a, a skill that you can use in so many different ways. How did you so I don't, get the okay. bug? Because like, because how do you know yeah. that it's a right fit for you? Like, what week? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think there's some learning curve, right? It's um, I always think that skiing has a really long learning curve. You're not going to be great the first day, but snowboarding's pretty fast. You can actually get pretty good within two days. You can be going down black diamonds. Um, if I mean, maybe it's just because I'm short, but. Uh, I think you can do that on the <laughs> snowboard. I don't think I would do that very good on uh, skis. But what do you think? Is the learning curve pretty fast or is it a slower curve? Um, I think with animation, the learning curve is is a little slow. Okay. It's, it's difficult. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> since I didn't have like somebody to guide me, in, in any kind of direction, my animation background, I started with doing very like, visual effects type of things. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how to do explosions or like things that looked like lasers and sparks flying everywhere. And I, so I was like, Oh man, that's what I want to do with after effects. This is cool stuff. And I just found that really difficult. That, that kind of stuff is not beginner stuff. Right. Um, and so I was struggling. I struggled with it for like a year. Not sure if I wanted to keep doing anything with After Effects because I was like, oh, I just can't get this stuff. It's so weird and complicated and stuff. So, um, yeah, I ended up taking some courses myself. And it was, it was like this. There was a tipping point in my brain mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, I, th- I think I can do it. And funny enough, I, part of it was having a, a friend show me some, some tips on exporting things. Mm. So when I first started making animations, I was making them for a friend who was working on a video project and I did not understand rendering. There were so many different codecs to use and I couldn't figure out which one would keep the file size small, but mm-hmm. not like stretch it funny. Mm-hmm. And I just, I literally kept filling over and over and I think the end project with that first thing ended up looking god awful. Like I'm pretty sure my hard drive is broken and that's okay because I don't want to see that anymore. So so it was somebody showing me like, oh, these are that's all you have to do to make this thing like a small file size and are not you gonna, look crazy bad. Do you tell us about yeah, that in the course? Yeah. Yeah, that's in the course. 
Okay. So let's just kind of recap for some people who maybe have come in late. It's an eight-week course. It's um, given at, now you're drinking something else. Do you already finished your moonshine? Coffee. <laughs> okay. So um, you just, <laughs> I just imagine your desk is full of all different kinds of drinks. Okay. <laughs> so, so you have eight-week course. It's delivered on Saturday. You're going to do a recap uh, a live where people could join in or are you okay so mm -hmm. yes recap where people can yep. join in and you're going to go over people are going to turn in projects it's both a creative and technical so if you are already um advanced or you already understand after effects you'll still be able to challenge yourself but for people who are like me who really don't know too much about after effects it's the the course starts for me and in that first week you could get anywhere from three hours is the minimum to 15 hours a week is what when you will really see a lot of confidence and growth, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And there's also the Facebook, like the coaching group where it's not that you're going to be answering all the questions, uh, but I'm sure you'll answer, you'll spend as much time in that group as possible. But really this course takes you through this week. It is only open through Friday at midnight. Is that when it closes? Yep, midnight to, on Friday and midnight uh, mountain time. Mountain time. Okay, so um, do people, is there an option? I always, I think, I don't think there is because I think I looked, but you maybe is there different. So sometimes people will have a course where you can pay half up front and then you do $100 every month till you get it paid off or whatever. Is it just, it's yep. a flat fee of $3.99 for this week only this, because when you launch it again, it's going to be $5.99. Yeah, so it's three ninety nine, and you can do what is it one thirty three? I can't. It's broken down into three months, so you can do a three month payment or uh, the 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 one all out. Payment. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. So which which may be a little bit better. So again, eight weeks takes you through about Ju uh, July, not July. I'm not really good with math, but I don't think it's eight July. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe it's January 20th. So again, actually, this probably is a really good um, way to break it down because a lot of times people have more time over Christmas. Have you been specific about what comes in that week? Because a lot of times, maybe people have more time, maybe people don't. Were you specific in what happens in that week? No, and, and the way <laughs> I'm going to do it is basically like get a feel for it. So I'm, I'm interacting with people in this Facebook group. I want to make sure I understand people's needs and what's going on. And when I thought about launching this course now, I was like, okay, this, I don't think it's a good time because it's right at like launching during Thanksgiving. That's a bad week. Uh, people are going to be traveling. They're going to forget about it. They're going to check their emails. And then I was like, no, Maybe I'll do it in December. Well, then if it's in December, everybody's already spent all their money on Black Friday stuff. No one's going to have money to buy a course. So that's not a good time. And then like Christmas, that's definitely a bad. There's never a good time to do anything. Right. So I just decided to go for it. And basically I was thinking that during the Christmas week or whatever, if people are too busy, I'll just say, hey, we'll, we'll make this a two-week session. Um, take time. Basically what I want people to do is commit to doing it because they have free time or just commit to putting it off until next week and saying, I'm going to go all in on like hanging out with family. Right. So what about, um, 
Okay, so I'm just thinking about return on investment. I love that you broke it down into three months because 133 might be a little bit easier to uh, eat, right? Especially at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, how much and how much would you <laughs> say someone would charge? Not necessarily you, but because you have much more experience than maybe we would. But just return on our investment. If if we're spending 3.99 or even 5.99 when you launch the course in the future. Um, how much would you charge for somebody animating a logo and then how, or not you, but how much would you, like what's a range that you would say? And then how mm-hmm. long do those normally take? Are you doing these by the length of it or the difficulty? Uh, how do you kind of figure that stuff out? Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I am still trying to figure out what the best model is. Uh, I don't think there is one perfect model, mm-hmm. but the way I try to approach it is, um, I will we'll obviously start with talking about goals, like what kind of, mm-hmm. what do you want to get out of this? Or I want to understand your brand uh, because the value of an animation is that you can, you know, your, your brand mark, your logo, that's going to carry your primary characteristics of the, the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like professional and serious, but maybe like the people who work there are fun and quirky. So like you can add the fun and quirkiness to the animation mm-hmm. And that brings out a different characteristic. So anyways, presenting uh, what this, what kind of value this can bring to a brand is crucial to helping them understand that this is something worth paying for. Mm -hmm. And so I try to have those conversations up front when people come to me with, Hey, can you animate my logo? So sometimes I'll do things like a day rate or hourly with a, you know, it's going to take at least a day or two to get you a first draft Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes these are kind of quick turnaround stuff because I've gotten fast at this stuff. Uh, right. But typically I like to have at least a week or two to play with things. And uh, those kind of projects I think work best as quoting a, a project price. Mm-hmm. And so I, to me, and this is, this is very rough ballpark. Right. You, any, I know some people could charge like way more and some people would be comfortable charging less, but I think minimum $500 for a logo that you animate is definitely a fair place to start and then kind of up from there. Because it uh, also depends, that, like, depends on difficulty, right? Of what they're actually sure. wanting or if they don't have any ideas. But that's where some of that creativity part in this eight-week course is really going to come in to be pushing you that you don't always solve these logo uh, prop projects the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I think you were so going to say the, something else. Basically, I, I just, I want people to be able to come out of this course ready to like take on clients and feel confident in getting back their, uh, their, the, the cost of the course in one or two projects. Right. Uh, I, I think that should be fairly simple as long as you're coming in like dedicated and wanting to learn and taking the course very seriously. And then afterwards, they can still use the Facebook group, right? It's not like you're closing yeah. it down. And then <clears throat> they, you are still going to encourage them to continue um, practicing and pushing themselves. And if they've built these relationships with the people in the course, then um, – and Matt, I'd love to know where you are on the scale of knowing um, After Effects or not knowing. Can you type it in the chat? And if you don't want everybody to see – Maybe do all panelists <laughs> instead of all panelists and attendees. 
I mean, Austin, we haven't even covered any questions. I'm sorry. I've just really got excited <laughs> talking about the course. Um, are you going to cover different styles? Because really the lettering it, that you've done is huge difference. Like the L that Bob had is different than the I, the mm -hmm. lowercase I, which I love. So Matt yeah, so says he... He was he's played with After Effects before, but was familiar with keyframes, and um, but this course is helping immensely. That's probably because of the magic, right, Matt? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, so, what, I, so go I, ahead. I definitely cover different styles, um, and the, the techniques I'm teaching basically can cover any kind of style. It's not style specific. So I'll, I will be demoing with maybe Bob's L or my own piece, like that W in the um, X, mm -hmm. um, losing my mind. Yeah, those are very different than Bob's thing. It's very grungy and mm -hmm. wiggly and stuff. But so the techniques that I'm teaching in those kind of lessons can cover basically any kind of artistic style. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it, it's very applicable to all sorts of lettering and art design directions and stuff. So um, if somebody's learning, if they get in the habit of doing this for eight weeks and spending maybe Saturday and Sunday or three nights a week, kind of spending, you know, three hours and then some time on the weekend, um, do you think that it's still, they, you're still going to encourage them to possibly do that same kind of time commitment for how long do you think just to get the confidence up? How long would you suggest after the course? Or uh, I, I feel like it's, if you really want to get that confidence level up, it would be to, to maintain a certain level of practice each week. Um, I'm definitely going to encourage people coming up with their own kind of project to continue with. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe even collaborating with each other. Cause I know some people coming in have really strong lettering backgrounds mm -hmm. and some people are coming in with more of an animation background. They're just they're interested in like the, the lettering specific techniques. So I'm definitely going to encourage people to kind of cross collaborate with each other and do projects with each other so that they can, you know, mesh their skills together and create really cool stuff and continue animating, uh, so I, I don't think there's a necessarily a, a point. Some people are going to pick it up and be like, God, this just makes sense. And right. sometimes some people will, it'll, that, that learning curve will take a little bit more effort to get across. Not, no two people are the same. For me, the learning curve was really quite steep. But once I got over the, the hump, so to speak, it was just like, you can do anything with After Effects. This is crazy. This is the best program in the whole world, and I never want to stop using it. So and, um, how about your skills in Illustrator? So were you taking vectors? It seems like that's the other program that would, you would kind of need. Um, you were taking mm -hmm. vectors, or you, especially if you're doing your own lettering or your own, um, like you said, it was great for branding. But a, a lot of people would have that. Um, they would already have that Illustrator skill. So is, is that one of the things you're kind of assuming your audience has? To a certain extent, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm providing a, or I'm going to be providing some more like each week there will be some form of 
a resource that you can use if you're like, I don't have time to build out some lettering. Oh. I just want to learn the, the, the animation part. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I, I just wanted to provide something for people who don't have that time background mm-hmm. in, yeah, the time to create it or the background in illustrator or designer lettering. Um, that's really but, beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I forgot your question. Something about illustrator. Just <laughs> illustrator. being, um, that's going to be a ben- a benefit for somebody if they understand and can make mm-hmm. vector shapes, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm teaching how to do that inside of After Effects too. Oh, After cool. Effects has some pretty cool things that I wish Illustrator had in terms of building out shapes or repeating things. And yeah, it's pretty neat. That's a good. You should get with Vaughn and get uh, them to redo <laughs> Illustrator. <laughs> Adobe uh, definitely, I mean, they kind of have us, you know, in handcuffs to some extent because there's not another program that's as good, but it would be great if illustrator illustrator was doing something funny for me to this morning. So I love it, but I also hate it at times. Uh huh. After effects was doing something funny for me when I was in crunch mode and I almost, you know, lost it. (laughs) I I don't know what to do. And it was a funny problem. I'll just explain it really fast. I would open up a new composition, which is like kind of opening up a new little mini project. And there would be this little ball on the screen that had texture and a shadow. There was nothing in the composition, completely blank, no layers whatsoever. And every time I would open up a new composition and there's nothing in it, there's this little orb floating in the middle. I could zoom in on it and see all the textures and I couldn't get it to go away. And that I wouldn't normally care because as soon as I put a layer in there, it goes away. Mm-hmm. So it didn't mess up final renders. But it was while I was recording the, the lesson on how to create a new composition. So I'm like, do I just say, uh, normally there's not a floating orb in your composition. <laughs> but I don't want to do that. That's so weird. That's totally unprofessional. Like After Effects is awesome. Except now it's kind of weird. That so, is weird. Yeah. Adobe stuff sometimes. I mean, they do... It's crazy. It's a huge company and they make so many freaking products. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that they're even like the After Effects team is not very big. It's pretty small, um, which kind of blew my mind. I just imagine like hundreds of people working on this thing, <laughs> but it's like a dozen or two dozen or something. Right. Uh, but anyways, stuff happens and we figure it out. But that's part of what creative, the creative life is, is problem solving. And that's honestly what I love so much about my day-to-day stuff. And uh, I, I don't go to Rachel, my wife, when I necessarily have something amazing that I made. It's more like, guess what? I had this huge problem and I figured it out and I'm so excited. She's like, yeah. cool. <laughs> like, but uh, you know, problem solving is so fun. So or, oh, overcoming ahead. the problem is... <laughs> Yeah, but I think even even the, hey, I want this to be bouncy and fun. Like the make, I don't know if you want to show that to them real quick. Um, I know we're yeah. almost out of time, but I just wanted to, because again, this is kind of like you have texture. This is also, uh, it really has a, um, a emotion. It doesn't just have, um, it's 
you know, it really has a feel and you're uh, getting something across and it kind of bounces into place. So those are all things that you're going to be covering, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And the, the basics, like the, the very fundamental part of this uh, understanding how to do this kind of thing is I, I like to give all of my letters a physical characteristic. Mm. So in this case, make in my mind, uh, was like a rubber texture. Like it, the material would be made out of rubber. And so for my E, this one, I decided that these were going to be made out of wood. Mm. Well, not the, not the squishy part, but the, <laughs> the blocks themselves. Uh-huh. So giving them, giving them some kind of real world mm. material allows you to feel like how, how would that material move in, in space and time. Um, but then, you know, what material might be informed by what kind of emotion you want to get out of it. So make was definitely one of those things where it's not rigid. It needs to be like fluid and fun. So that's why I went with the, the kind of rubbery and smooth fun mm-hmm. stuff. Cool. And I think isn't that, yeah, uh, I Matt, definitely go over that kind of stuff. Matt Vergatis, That's his is the make his. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's a huge fan of you. All right. So I'm a um, huge fan of Matt. He's great. So can you make us big again? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, we can keep watching the make. It's really fun. But um, <laughs> so one, a couple last questions. When will you are when are you planning to open up the course again? I don't know exactly when I'm going to open it up. So that's again. why people should It'll get it be- this week. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. I really, I really don't know. That's not a, a marketing <laughs> phrase that I'm using. I, I don't know when I'll open it up again. Um, it'll be sometime after this course runs its course, mm-hmm. plus time for me to go in and confidently f- polish and finish up all of the lessons mm-hmm. so that I'm, what I, basically what I want to know is, or be confident in before I launch it again, is can people go through this course without me like holding their hand mm. and saying, did that work for you? If not, right. here's the solution. I want to know that this thing can help someone without me being there. So, so as you- soon as I can get that polished and revised for, you know, kind of version 1.1, that's when it'll go out again, which might be February or it might be like closer to summer. I'm not sure yet. Okay. So do you think that you will have um, the coaching will be a part of the next time as well? Or is that really going to be something that's really just part of this time? Um, I definitely plan on doing coaching again. I, I, my favorite thing in the world is to help people mm-hmm. and know that I'm in positively impacting a person so I'm excited to have the course so that people can go through it and learn a lot, but I, my heart's in the, the coaching part of it. So I'm definitely going to offer that again. So I just want to yeah. remind people it opened on Monday and it closes at midnight mountain time on Friday. So it's open only five days. So November 20th through November 24th. Um, and hopefully that, and it's $200 off. Plus you get the Facebook group. You get these calls that are live that are going to be on Saturday. And, um, hopefully, um, <laughs> coach sailor, that's what we're going to call you. 
That's what Brian says. I think that's good. I like it. <laughs> well, Austin, thank you so much. Let me make sure we got Maybe. everybody can look at some of your work at austinsailor.com, S-A-Y-L-O-R. And then you can go to letteringanimation.com. And that's where you can sign up. If you're not necessarily ready to uh, do the course, but you want to maybe get the next release. Um, but again, it can be 133 or whatever it is, 399 divided by three. Um, it's in three part um, payments. And so yep. um, that's something they can sign up for. They can just do the 399 now. And then there is that Facebook group that they will be automatically in. And then you'll be doing these Saturday kind of things. So it's about committing yep. to three to 15 hours a week during these eight weeks to kind of learn. Yeah. And there's a 30 day money back guarantee. If someone gets in there and they're just like, you know, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I will happily refund that money. Um, I definitely don't want to take someone's money if they're just like, nope, this wasn't what I wanted, which my aim is to like make it insanely better than they thought it was going to be. So. Well, you've sold me on it. I'm super excited and I'm going to sign up. I'm you, you sold me Austin. So I really like the 133 thing that I can spread it out. That really helps me. I think about half of people have been using that anyways. That's good. I have to figure out how to do that because I'm not sure how to make that happen. But well, maybe I can pick your brain on that later. Yeah, totally. Anyway, well, um, next week is a rapid recharge. I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Um, so we'll be talking about something, and it will maybe be a quick one. I'll probably kind of be capping what I'm going to plan on doing in the December and January beginning of my sabbatical. So I have a little bit more time than to play. So I think that that would be a really nice thing for me to learn. Anyway, I just wanted cool. to tell you thank you so much, Austin, for coming and I'm excited that everybody is. Everybody came on day before Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. For Adina, who's in Portugal, we're celebrating our country. I don't know. It's not really freedom. <laughs> it's just us moving over here. Um, but anyway, uh, so I hope everybody has a great holiday. I hope you have a great holiday, Austin. You too, Diane. And if anybody needs something from me for the next week, feel free to email me at diane at rechargingyou.com. And if you're listening to it on iTunes, I'd love to get a rating and review. That would be terrific. Or just share it with somebody else. And remember to share it so that Austin can get, it's only until Friday. So this is also something you can get your, your business to pay for as well. Or if you are a freelancer, this may be something that's a great tax write-off also. Right? Absolutely. Just learning. Anyway, Thanks for selling the course for me. <laughs> I'm excited. You <laughs> sold it to me. So I'm, I'm super excited to get started. So it will be a awesome. good challenge. I want to make some birds fly. That's what I really want to do. Okay. That's, I'm redoing my, I think I will be, I think it's similar to these letters. I think I can do it. That's my goal is at the end to have birds flying on my website. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys, and we'll see you next week for another live design recharge.